Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Gradcracker webinar featuring our good friends at Jacobs. So Jacobs advertises their degree apprenticeships, placements and graduate opportunities on Gradcracker. Their graduate positions are now open. So if you are looking for a graduate job, make sure you go and apply to Jacobs today and they'll be opening their degree apprenticeships and placements in March. So if your degree apprenticeships and placements are something that you're interested in, go and follow Jacobs now and then you'll be alerted to when they do open those positions. So I'm excited to introduce you to Dan and the grads at Jacobs who all found their jobs through Gradcracker. So we've got very exciting stories to tell. And Dan, can we just start with you and your role at Jacobs? What do you get up to? Yeah, I'm Dan. I lead the early careers recruitment team here. So me and my team, we recruit over 400 early careers people every year. So that's split across graduates, apprentices and our summer intern programme. And that's apprentices all the way through from level three through to level seven. So anything from, you know, last year we had an apprentice welder in Hull right the way through to um, a level seven MSC town planning in central London and everything in between. So, yeah, as a team, we're very busy all year round. We have particular uh, peaks and troughs. But yeah, at the moment, it's peak season now as we're transitioning from recruitment graduates into apprentice and summer intern. So, yeah, we recruit across all STEAM disciplines and some non-STEAM disciplines. So whatever your background, there's going to be a role for you at Jacobs. Yeah, absolutely. And just to give you a bit of an idea for the audience's point of view, the types of um, positions that, that, that Dan's got advertised at the moment. I know Dan's just mentioned to me that he's had quite a few meetings this morning. So we, are, we will be updating the opportunities on the Jacobs Hubs and on the Jacobs Hub um, over the next couple of a couple of days. But anything from, for example, from waste management to electrical engineers, transport planning and building services, just to name a few. So there's definitely something out there for everybody. Um, I'm going to have to mention our surnames. We've got some really strong surnames on the webinar today. So we've got Dan Money, Mr Money, Carla Power and Jessica Luck. How, how amazing are those surnames? <laughs> um, so we are now going to move on and speak to the grads and just to get to know a little bit more about them, um, where they went to university and what they studied. So Rebecca, um, if I can start with you. So where did you go to university and what did you study? So I went to Loughborough University and I studied civil engineering. Perfect. And, and why choose Jacobs? I like to put priority in different like, kind of projects that you can do. The, I mean, they work in nearly every sector. So for a civil engineer, I can kind of get experience in anything. I don't have to specialise too much. I don't have to work, you know, 10 years in water or in gas. I can jump about a bit and get loads of different kinds of experiences. Yeah, perfect. And we're going to talk about your projects and experiences a little bit later on. Um, but for now, Sophie, so a similar question to you. Um, where did you go to university? What did you study? And why choose Jacobs? Um, so I went to the University of Exeter and I did geography with applied GIS. Um, I chose Jacobs because I really liked their company culture and like their really their emphasis on, you know, sustainability. I thought that was really important as a company especially in the, in the like, today's age, you know, you've got to prioritise it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I know a lot of employers are quite um, key on sustainability at the moment. So what in particular um, are Jacobs doing to, to be sustainable? Uh, well, they've got this um, Beyond Zero strategy, mm -hmm. which is rolled out across the company. Um, and then everything we do really has an element of sustainability to it. So we're always looking to ways for ways to make our projects more sustainable. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's just just in your conscience all the time, isn't it, to try and make things sustainable as yeah. possible? Yeah. yeah. It's a really in time, isn't it, for graduates going into industry because yeah. lots of employers are almost at the forefront of, you know, changing things, thinking of new ways of how to do it. You know, sustainability, like you say, is at the forefront of lots of employer minds at the moment. So the stuff that you're doing is really exciting, isn't it? It's, I can, you know, from the stories and things we've heard over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah definitely. You want to make make um make sure you're you're doing something good that, yeah you know. <laughs> yeah and it, it's for now and it's for the future isn't it like jess mm. just mentioned we've we've had nearly on every single webinar all of the employees are looking to be more sustainable and you know you are you are doing something for the for the, for the future of the country and the world yeah and um, thank you sophie uma on to you so similar question to the girls yep um yep so um I studied automation and control engineering, and that was at uh, Newcastle University. Um, and in terms of why Jacobs, I suppose for me, it was more about kind of um, the client uh, focused 
um, nature right. of uh, many of the roles that uh, Jacobs offers. Um, so obviously Jacobs is like a, uh, main, it's mainly a consulting, like a professional technical services consulting focused company. Um, so for, for me, it was important to have a role where I'd be kind of face to face with clients. And I think that's one of the best things about working at Jacobs. Is, is that quite common in everybody's roles though? So just looking back, Sophie and Rebecca, are your, are your roles client facing as well? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. Okay. Well, we'll find out a little bit more about your roles later on and obviously the projects that you've worked on. And um, so I'm going to go now back to, to you, Dan, if I can. So we've mentioned that Jacobs is an engineering consultancy. You can be involved in projects. And you know, one of the key things for Jacobs is to become a sustainable employer. What else would you like the students to know about Jacobs? Yeah, look, how long have you got? Could, you know, to We've got an hour, love, yeah. <laughs> I think I'll, I'll, I'll stop me after 58 minutes. Then. Oh, look, you know, <laughs> Jacob's getting involved in everything, you know, and as glib as that sounds, you know, the strap line is reinventing tomorrow. And a lot of the mo most of all of our projects are focused on that reinventing the tomorrow. A lot of the stuff we're getting involved with is just improving the lives and connectivity of societies and people. So whether it's a major rail scheme, a major city centre development, a nuclear power plant, it's all about improving the infrastructure of, of the UK and the world around us. So, you know, in answer to the question about sustainability, it, it's using our forces for good. But if we're involved in these major projects, it's pushing that agenda around, you know, carbon zero and, and, and really making these projects more sustainable for the communities in which they, they happen. Now, in terms of specifics for graduates, you know, I, I, I always say it, you know, the, 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 the old strap line was people are our greatest asset and, and they are as a professional services company. The intellectual horsepower and well-being of our people are all what drives Jacobs forward. So that is front and centre of everything we do as a, as a business from a HR perspective, from a, a line management perspective, from a, a development of the graduates perspective. It, it is um you know everything we're trying to do is, is to increase the well-being of, of our staff so you know some people say it jacobs actually do it and deliver it you know the, the, the guys i'm sure will tell you many anecdotes around what that means to them and it means something different to everybody you know when i first came in it was very much you know seven years ago it was all health and safety focused you know don't use your phone whilst you're driving wear the right shoes when you're mowing the grass all that stuff and that's kind of evolved now where we've got a culture of caring you know each office has several mental health champions as line managers we're constantly encouraged to, to just to check in with our staff especially as a lot of us are working remotely now so it, it really is in, in the everyday fabric of what we do so you know it's not just the projects that we do it's the people that we interact with both client side and within, within Jacobs so you know from that perspective like I said guys can talk in a lot more depth because you know they're graduates at Jacobs doing it all you know every day but you know from from a kind of central perspective from a HR perspective you know that that's the message we're trying to um trying to push forward yeah I know from just experiences working with you've done as well there's so many different networking groups that the graduates and anybody can get involved in and um, so we'll probably speak about those a little bit later on but yeah projects if projects are something that you are interested in and looking what Jacobs have done in the past or are going to do moving forward then definitely have a look at the hub on grad cracker because we do have a projects page on there that you can go and have a look at everything that they've achieved so far but obviously there's there's lots more to talk about and lots more to achieve in the future um, so Dan, um, no, I'm not. I'm going to go to talk facts. So we've briefly explained who Jacobs is. So can we just go around the room a little bit and just to talk, um, ask you guys about the top facts that you want to tell the students about for Jacobs? So Rebecca, you're first on my list. Um, yeah, so for me, um, top fact is Jacobs was uh, ranked one of the top um, 50 employers for women in 2021, which as an engineer is really important because only recently we started seeing more women getting into engineering. I think it's really important. My team is very equally split between men and women, and it's great to see. There's been times before I've been really the only girl on the team, and it, it's not the best. But I've, you know, my team right now really well balanced, really well structured. We work really well together. And then on top of that, there's so many different opportunities and groups um, for women, and also um, for men and women to get together and talk about different problems within the workplace. There's loads of opportunities. There's trips. There's um, volunteering opportunities. There's a whole collectively program um, for volunteering uh, and for donating money as well and fundraising. 
Okay. Are you a volunteer, Rebecca? Do you get involved in that sort of thing? I do, yeah. Um, I really enjoy it. It's something I used to do at university and I'm glad I'm able to do it in my workplace now because yeah. um, I do enjoy giving back and it's a great way to meet new people outside of your team or outside of your organisation, maybe who work in a different department or a different um, stream of the business. Yeah. Um, and it's a great way just to get to know people outside of the job. Yeah, it's a, it's a good networking, the good to be able to network and also giving something back to the community as well. Um, great top fact. Um, Sophie, what's yours? Um, so mine is that Jacobs actually has its own podcast um, called Inflection Points, um, which and they do uh, episodes on really topical subjects with industry experts. Um, this can range from nuclear power to the water supply. Um, the one I listened to um, before, well, I listened, I listened to a few, but the one that I was really interested was the one on smart mobility um, because of my role as a transport planner. Um, and yeah, they're really interesting if you want to learn a bit more about what sort of top um, roles are, are within Jacobs and what projects they work on. So I would recommend it. Thank you. So if we could you give us a bit of an insight there onto what kind of, you know, I want another juicy gossip. What's, what's happening? What's the future looking like? Um, I think there's a lot of stuff to consider for smart mobility in, in cities and how you can, um, I know there was, they were considering, uh, you know, those um, autonomous cars. Mm, there's yeah. a lot of talk about that, but I'm not, I think that's quite in the future. So, okay. So there's not going to be flying drones and we're not going to be on <laughs> Not anytime soon, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. Be confirmed, Jess. I think that's what we're saying. <laughs> Ending. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Sophie. Uma, what's your fact? Um, so I'm a bit of a numbers kind of guy. So, um, And uh, I like uh, following the stock market too. So my top fact is that um, in the past five years, um, the J Jacobs share price has more than doubled. And um, that's for a number of reasons. But uh, one of the big ones is that Jacobs has made a number of high profile acquisitions. Um, so yeah. some people might have heard of those. So mm -hmm. uh, I think the biggest one is uh, PA Consulting. Yeah. Um, so kind of moving more into that sort of uh, consulting market. Uh, but there's been others such as uh, Wood Nuclear too. Um, and I think it's just great to be able to work for a company that's uh, moving onwards and upwards. Yeah. Well, it's good to hear all those names because they all advertise on Grad Cracker as well. It's just like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, got those ones. I love them. Dan, on to you, your top fact. Yeah, just building on Rebecca's fact, last year we recruited 52% female in our graduate population. So for the yeah. first time, we kind of broke through that 50-50 barrier for recruited actually more female graduates than male. And that's kind of a reflection of where we're trying to change the, the, the paradigm of, of, of what we do as a business. The, the reinventing tomorrow is about, like Rebecca says, reinventing the, the kind of workforce in which is tackling these big problems. So you know, traditionally, engineering has been very male focused and male driven just changing the people solving the problems is going to change the solutions that are provided so that's a big one for us and i guess the most fun one is you know we do actually have astronauts on our payroll you know one of our clients globally is nasa and you know yeah if when people say it's not rocket science well sometimes it is for jacobs <laughs> oh that was a perfect ending to your top fact <laughs> you've said that before haven't you dad but um <laughs> Only a Just, few times. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm sure you said that. Um, if, anyway. if and ever we lose a NASA thing, I'm, 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 I'm scuppered. We'll think of something else. We'll think of something else. Yeah. Um, so we mentioned about your opportunities that are going to be opening in March, your degree apprenticeships and your summer placements. So everybody knows yeah. about that. The current roles on Gradcracker, um, obviously I've just gone through some of the ideas there, um, yeah. but timeline. So I think we need to just talk to the students about their expectations, your expectations. So yeah. what are the timelines looking for, looking like? So for example, closing dates, what's the assessment centre process like? Yeah, yeah. Take um, the floor. Like I said, I'll, I'll let the guys talk about it because they've actually been through it from the other side. Yeah. But you know, from, our, from our perspective, you know, we're on the second wave now, grad recruitment, which, you know, we have this kind of forlorn ambition to have it wrapped up the other side of Christmas. It never really happens. Um, we have to go with the second wave, which is we're about to start the second wave. So the roles that we haven't filled. So, you know, for us, we want to move quickly because, you know, we want to move on to apprentices and interns. So, 
you know, there is no real timeline. We want to move quickly. So if you apply, be prepared to you know, be asked at a moment's notice to come and do an, a virtual assessment centre, which is the next stage of the process where we'll use our video technology to ask you to do a, a four or five minute self interview where you answer four very random questions, different to the ones the guys had last year. We tried to keep it a little bit, um, a little bit different. Glassdoor tends to um, mean that it keeps us on our toes with, with these kind of questions. So I won't, I won't say too much. Uh, and, th and then we have um, a gamified assessment with our partners at Arctic Shores, which is, is kind of fun. Um, so, yeah, that's the next stage of the process. And after that, it will be meeting the teams that, that, that you'd be looking to join. Um, I, I guess one thing just to add that I didn't mention earlier, you know, one of the redesigns of our grad program starting in September, October this coming year is, is, is going to be a more of a focus on an agile career. Again, the, you know, the guys have been here a few months now. They're probably seeing it firsthand that you know, the, the push from Jacobs is that we don't want it to be a linear career. We want to give our employees full agility to try new things, try different things, try a bit of this. Do they like it? Do you want to, you know, and just so you don't get typecast and, and, and sat in the same corner for the next 20 yeah. years. So, you know, from our perspective, through the recruitment process, there's a lot of emphasis on asking and probing around that area. You know, do, do you want to try different things? What's your aptitude for curiosity? Those kind of things. So, you know, I know you're going to ask about tips later on, but that that's kind of one straight off the bat that, you know, one of the big things for us looking for in our grad population is around that ability to adapt, to be intellectually curious and, and be agile enough to, to try new things. So, yeah. So, yeah. And how can a student demonstrate that then? So, you know, I could sit here and say to you, oh, Dan, you know, I'm agile. You know, I've got a thirst for knowledge. I want to progress. But how... Well, in... Tell us about a time you've demonstrated a thirst for knowledge, Carla. Speaking to you every week. <laughs> what have you been up to? <laughs> there you go. That's a, that's, a, that's a thirst for not so much knowledge, but more, yeah. Look, but, that, but again, that, that, that's again what we're looking for when, when we're going through the process. It's about, you know, situational-based interviews where we're asking candidates, there'll be a lot of emphasis around questioning, around tells about a time you've had to adapt to a new situation, tells about a time you've had to work outside your comfort zone, yeah. those kind of things that, again, you know, I don't know why you listen to a 40-year-old man talk, you've got actual graduates there, but, you know, they're, they're, they're the guys that on a daily basis are, dealing with unique situations you know umar's in an office i can see you know the other guys play working from home just that adaptability over the last couple of years that people have had to naturally demonstrate but also then professionally in the jobs they do you know solving problems creative creatively you know do all those different things that come at various different levels that that really you know for me that's what my team's challenged on is, is providing the business with graduates that that can you know, the old military phrase adapt and overcome that that that's the kind of grad we're looking for as, as we go forward perfect yeah. thank you dan well, i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the thought to yeah. you alone now and let's let's speak to grads. the grads <laughs> so i don't know why rebecca i keep coming to you first just because you're in my screen and um, mm. so if you could just tell us a bit about um, your experiences so far with Jacob. So you see, started in September. Um, what have you been doing since? So yeah, I started on in the first week of September with the majority of other grads. Not everyone has to start in September. I just they asked me when I wanted to start, and I said, "Yep, September time works for me. Gives me a bit of summer after final year, so I can relax for a little bit and then come back." Yep. Brilliant. Um, so you can have a bit of a flexible start if you like. Um, so I came in. First couple of weeks, it's, you know, it's your onboarding, it's doing all your basic training, kind of getting to know the company structure, your team, um, and slowly work, building yourself into the team, getting used to the kind of the new document system, what kind of requirements there are for different projects and for different stages of each project. Right. Um, and just really kind of absorbing as much information as you can. It can be quite mm -hmm. overwhelming at the start because there's so many new terms and phrases, um, but it's brilliant. And everyone I found so far has been so helpful. You know, if you don't know something, there's no such thing as a stupid question. They yeah. value you asked and just yeah. then you find out rather than going along pretending you know what you're doing. Yeah. Just asking. Um, so it's brilliant. First month, you kind of getting to know everything, getting to know everyone on your team. Um, my team is really, really helpful. Since we're all working from home, it's hard to get to know people. And they kind of, they knew I was starting. They went, you know what, we'll do a couple of days in the office. So it became every Wednesday, let's all meet up in the office and we'll bring in some cookies and some cakes and we'll have just a wee sit down and in-person meetings so you get to put a name to a face yeah it's really really helpful and really really welcoming and then 
slowly kind of built up my responsibility and my kind of jobs within the team and I kind of you know now I'm someone people can come to and kind of ask questions because I do do know a bit more about what's going on um and it's it's really enjoyable um and I'm sure the guys will have a similar experience where just everything's been really lovely everyone's really welcoming um and just day to day for me is different you know I walk in one morning and I'm dealing with cost planning and the next morning I'm walking in um and there's a new contractor on site that I have to handle so every day is different and it's it's a really good learning opportunity so Rebecca um you mentioned about being on site there so you partly how's that partly sorry partly on site partly working from home how does that work yeah so a bit all over the place I'm okay. based, um so I'm based out of Birmingham office yeah um, which is in the city center of Birmingham and kind of go in maybe one two days a week um if other people are going in normally just work from home but then I also occasionally go out to our client offices um, and I work with our teams there. Um, a couple of days a month, I'm now out on site as well. Um, so supervising some stuff that's going on. Sometimes we like to have meetings um, at site so we can walk around the site and see what progress has been made by the contractors. Um, and it's a good way to visualize stuff because sometimes it's quite hard over teams to see what progress is being made if you're just working off drawings and pictures. Yeah, right. It's nice to be able to walk around and see, God, yeah. this is really different from the last time I was here a month ago. They're doing really good work. Hmm. Um, so every day is different every week you know I can't say oh on Monday I'll definitely be here on Tuesday I'll definitely be here every week's different but I do try and get into the office at least two days a week yeah Uh, but working from home does have its benefits but getting into the office and seeing folks is really good as well yeah good how did you feel when you first went on site Rebecca because obviously you've when you go to, to Jacobs you're around your, your colleagues and your friends and everything else that you've met met before but going on to to site then when you do meet your client is, is that a little bit nerve-wracking how did you prep for that did you go with one of your colleagues um, from Jacobs yeah it is quite nerve-wracking um so I was going out to site and I was actually the first person there um, oh yeah oh yeah well, I got there and I <laughs> I left early because I thought there was going to be loads of traffic and I ended up being a very quiet morning yeah and I got there about 15 minutes ahead of when we needed to be and I was kind of I parked up and I kind of went I don't really know what to do (laughs) um but then very luckily um a uh another member of the team rocked up not long after me and then you know we went in we got a cup of coffee we got all settled and you know got our laptops all synced up for the meeting got the wi-fi going and got some teas on the go as well for everyone um, and slowly pe- people start to filter in and it was just dead friendly you know and um, shaking hands with people I'd never met before and people saying oh I'm so and so and I'm like oh yes so, you know we've spoken on the phone and putting a name to your face was really really useful and um, so yeah it was just a morning of meetings progress meetings kind of talking about where we were with the project and then in the afternoon we went let's go and walk about went around the site for about half an hour you know our hydrologists um you know took us around and said this is what we're doing here you know we need to be aware of that we need to be looking at this all that kind of stuff and then at the end of the day we had a bit of a wrap-up meeting we talked about what we we're going to go away and do you know what what actions are we walking away with from this meeting and um, we all headed home for the day so sounds like a good day yeah it was great brilliant well thanks Rebecca Sophie I'm going to come on to you next similar question tell me a bit about your experiences so far with Jacobs um, yeah, so I probably agree with Rebecca, actually. Everyone's been super friendly and yeah. it's been really easy to ask questions when you don't know anything, when you don't know something. Um, you don't feel like you're bothering anyone, like everyone's really keen to help you, mm-hmm. um, which is great, especially when, you know, you're learning so much um, right at the start. Um, but yeah, so in my job, I usually um, do a bit of, I do a bit of everything as well, actually. So each day is really different, like each project's different in its own way like each project requires something different so you I I use a lot of GIS um well I did at the start and now I've used some modeling software um I've used track which is this other multimodal transport planning um software um so yeah and everyone's really keen to help you out teach you how to use these stuff because obviously the modeling software was a bit beyond me at the start but um feel like I've you know <laughs> got to go to that a little bit well done yeah <laughs> um yeah and then you're just working with so I'm in the Reading office um and I work with people in the Reading office as well but sometimes I work with people from the London office as that's they work quite closely together um so that's been good to like meet new people and um yeah similar office situation to Rebecca we try and go in um 
once or twice a week and we usually have Monday and Tuesdays as our days um, so everyone can come in at the same time it's nice to yeah sit with your team and um, have a chat yeah and there's a little games room they've put in now I won't, I won't big up too much so people don't expect too much but uh, <laughs> yeah they've got a few things in there so yeah they're, they're keen to have us back um, which is nice and it's you know That's nice right, to see yeah. everyone in person team spirit which is good yeah. it's a good reflection of the organization as well you know if you're you know all getting on you can spot one another so that's great mm-hmm. um Uma, i'm gonna to come to you same question you what's your life been like so far since you've joined jacobs <laughs> um varied i think in uh, in one word um i totally agree with what um, rebecca and sophie have mentioned already um about you know everyone's being really friendly really welcoming um so basically, I'm based out of the uh, the Newcastle office, okay. and um, actually, one thing is we don't have we don't have a games room like. Uh, like <laughs> I knew there was going to be so some jealousy. That's going to be on the to do list as to the manager <laughs> after I get on this off this call. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's uh, every week is really different, and I think that's a key theme of what it's like at um of, at Jacobs is um they, they they offer you the flexibility to kind of do what you think's best for your own sort of role. Yeah. Um, so for example, for me, you know, like a month ago, it was mainly like document work. It was mainly um, like, so like working from home, you know, just uh, dispatching out documents, just trying to, you know, 100% just focus and get that out. Um, whereas the last couple of weeks have been totally different. Um, yeah. So the last couple of weeks, we've had their client come down to our office from Taunus Power Station. Um, so from EDF. Um, and the client's been here, we've been doing like a factory acceptance test. So we've been, we've been showing them what we've been working on, what we've developed for them. Um, so they've been here, you know, just kind of witnessing that, making sure it's up to their like specifications. Um, so because of that, I've been in the office five days a week, um, the last couple of weeks. Um, in fact, I did like a Saturday as well, a couple of weeks ago, just to, just to try and get, get all that finished. Um, so I think, yeah, that's, I think that's a key, key theme of what it's like at Jacobs is just, um, it's, you're kind of trusted to like do what's best for you in terms of like no one forces you to come into the office five days a week you know it's like if you think five days you need for working on documents from home like you you can do that if you think five six days you need to come into the office to get things done you can yeah. do that too oh brilliant and so is that you're guessing you're obviously in the office now it looks a bit quiet where yeah. you are just having a bit of a noisy round yeah yeah oh no this is just my home you know i, I just live in <laughs> No, I'm kidding but um yeah um not, not too many people um are, are coming in yet I think because especially because we've just come out of um all the, the plan b restrictions yeah. or yeah. something or another so um so yeah we're, we're slowly starting to see people come back in plus we don't have um we don't have fiber optic broadband in the office yet so um we're planning to get that installed next week so I think once we've got that installed um I think more people are planning to come in at that point just so we don't kind of overburden the network so that so means that, that yes. we'll be on in meetings. Yeah. I was just going to say that. <laughs> so get I don't with my... Look at this. Ooh. It's like a little flower. I've done my settings wrong, so oh, I do yeah. apologise, everyone. I'm like flashing every time I move. I don't know what I've done <laughs> this time, so I do apologise. So, so go on, Carla, we're going to say some... That I was just going to say fiber optics first and then games room priorities. Yeah, the new yes. Castle. Oh, <laughs> I think games, games room, room first. Yeah. <laughs> um so next i want to talk about i'm now trying to play with my settings it's probably just me has that worked oh that's, that's not better. better my hair yeah. now looks green but that's fine <laughs> i can keep catching my eye it's flashing um so yeah next i want to talk about projects so we'll keep in a circle so rebecca i'll come back to you and um, if you can um could you tell us a bit about maybe maybe not even the project you're working on now if you can't divulge too much but if, one of your favorite projects that you've worked on so far yeah so i can talk a little bit what i do now so i work in the clean water team and providing drinking water to the midlands and so at the moment i'm working on several projects um involving boreholes which is basically where we pump groundwater up from a couple hundred meters down under underground we purify it and we we treat it so it's drinkable and then we pump it into the network and so people can get it in their homes and in their offices Okay. Um, and it's a huge, huge project in terms of just keeping the network afloat and expanding the network because the population grows and as demand changes, um, as people move to work at home more than they do in the office. Um, so it's all trying to cope with that um, and providing water where it's needed. 
mm-hmm. um, and also some of these some of these um, boreholes were drilled you know 100 years ago so they kind of they need a bit of TLC um, and some of them they're just going to go you need some new ones because there's just not enough about yeah. um, but it, I didn't really appreciate just how much work goes into the water network before I joined it like it's just something you just you go to your tap and there's water yeah you, know, you, you don't have to think about it too much but now that I've I've gotten a little bit of you know a, a peek at it it's kind of it's kind of blown my mind just how many people are involved in keeping the water network in the UK going um, and just how complex it really is and it's fascinating to be a part of it and I've learned so much already we did a webinar couple of weeks ago now it was last weekend of Jan wasn't it Calla with Seven Trent and it was really similar conversation and they start telling you these stats this stuff and you do you just go to tap don't you you fill up your bottle you don't even think about it and um, but yeah it's phenomenal work that you're all doing so again thank you for doing it because it's something you take for granted. It is really interesting you know it's just yeah it's not even something I did at university which is why I was really scared going into it I've never studied four holes you know yeah. I did you know water and pipes and off again I never never really did it when it was underground and they went oh you'll be fine don't worry and I walked in on the first day and they gave me a complete training course in it and I was like okay this might be all right I might I might might know what I'm doing but yeah and this just does the the point you've made there and I know I repeat myself every week but it is it's that classic example of just because you've done a degree in a certain subject you know don't think you just have to work in that sector you know there's you've got to go into these organizations and you're going to be thrown into situations and but you've got that network, haven't you? And that support yeah. around you that will will carry the work that you fall, the work that you get into a situation which you can't, you know. Exactly. Do. It's a team as well. Like Jacob yeah. is one big team. If you yeah. succeed, the whole team succeeds. So yeah. it doesn't doesn't suit them to have you fall behind or not understand something. So everyone's really helpful when it comes to stuff like that. Um, yeah. but yeah, with with the borehole stuff, it's so varied day to day. I'm sure all, all you guys would understand, like just every project you go to is just every day is a new challenge and like you'll be asked to do something you've never done before and you go, oh my god I've never done that before I didn't do it at university what do I do and yeah. they just go I'll oh, speak to so-and-so they'll talk you through it and they and they do they they sit down with you for half an hour and you're like yep I know what I'm doing now and you yeah. can go off and you can do it and you can always come back to them if you've got more questions yeah there's no question. 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 exactly I do actually say that on every my all my presentations I'm like ask me a question anyway Sophie same question tell me a bit about your projects I know you dove slightly and I was like oh don't tell me too much because I want to ask <laughs> um yeah so I've worked on a, quite a few already um one main one was um developing a county-wide model for East Sussex okay. um so that involved lots of little tasks um and I was doing sustainable transport audits so each borough has their own local cycling and walking infrastructure plans and then where there's going to be new developments you have to try and see how easy it would be to connect to those um infrastructure already so that was quite interesting just looking at a different part of it um but the one I'm working on at the moment is the whole industry strategic plan for rail um which is and I'm working on the call for evidence side so it's quite early on early stages where you where you sort of send out questions to stakeholders and people who would be involved in the um, in the process and is actually the first call for evidence Jacobs has done so it's really exciting to be involved in like that new type of project that you know no one else has worked on either so that's quite good yeah really good Robin yeah <laughs> everyone Hi. Robin Robin I'm, I'm going to change your name Robin absolute nightmare trying to get onto this meeting but I'm here now you're here now bless you welcome I did see you pop up earlier and I was like are you coming I was just about to say Robin are you there then you disappeared again it just kept cutting out I'm not sure what's wrong no don't worry Sophie I will come back to you on projects but Robin do you want to just do a quick introduction just when I can come to you next so if you just tell us all um um, where you studied, what you studied, in, what, what you did study and what your job role is now. Yep, so I studied at the University of St Andrews up in Scotland and I did a joint degree in maths and physics, so <laughs> all fun stuff. And I'm doing, sorry. Yeah, go on, and your role now? My role now is project controls, which is basically a right-hand man to the project manager. We look at all the details, we monitor the projects, make sure everything's going smoothly. So that's me. Oh, oh, Robin, it's just like, Robin's here. <laughs> 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 I've never, no, 
Yeah, you've never been so glad to see me. <laughs> <laughs> we are really glad to see you. And well, you were on my list, love, and I was like, I where is she? I know, I was trying. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, here now. No, you're here now, which is the most important thing. But shall we let Robin have a breath and we'll ask Uma about the projects, then go back to Robin? Because <laughs> it's just like, the oracle's just arrived. Dove, do you want to go to carry on yeah. with what you said about projects? Me? Yes, please. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just really interesting and really nice to be involved in like uh, something that's new for everyone. You're not just put on some small projects. You're really involved in like the big ones, the ones that, you know, everyone else is really excited to be on as well. So, that, so that's really good. And it's yeah. it's good to like do something different as well. So each yeah. project is really varied and, you know, you really pick up some new skills really quickly. Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of the project that you're working on then, then to now, tell us a bit about um, how it works. Are you, again, the split between on-site, off-site? Um, how does it work with the current project? So I don't really go on-site in my okay. role um, because all the information you need is, um, well, Google Maps has replaced a lot of site <laughs> visits, I think, so uh, you don't have to do that anymore. But, um, yeah, you do talk to... I think at my level, you don't really talk to clients as much, but as you get more senior, you're a bit more face-to-face with them. Um, but I have, you know, been involved in some county council sort of meetings, which has right. been interesting. I don't really say much, but I'm there. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's been really good. Fantastic. Good stuff. Well, thanks, Surf. Um, Got to come back to you, Omar, about your projects and what you've worked on so far. Yeah. Um, so I totally agree with um, Sophie and uh, how like kind of varied all the um, projects are that you can work on. In fact, we've already had a bit of a flavour of that, right, from uh, what um, Rebecca's described and what Sophie's described. Yeah. Um, and mine are even different, even different to that. So, um, so basically, I'm an EC and I engineer, so that's uh, electrical control and instrumentation. Um, and I work in generation services. That's my team. Um, so. Our role is mainly supporting EDF with their current fleet of uh, nuclear power plants that they run uh, in the UK. Um, so a couple of the projects that I've worked on. Um, so actually there's two that I'm working on now uh, and they give you a good flavor of the different kinds of things you can get involved in. So the first one is a Sizewell B power station. Um, so they're looking at installing some alarms on site. Um, so as part of that, they've um, asked Jacobs to look into, so what, what are some of the options for alarms? So they're looking at like temperature alarms, that kind of thing. So if you know if it gets too hot in a room or something, then the alarm gets triggered. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I'm down as the task engineer for that uh, project. Um, mm. So that means that, so for example, that uh, meant I had to go down to size well be and um, you know doing um, like site surveys, um, finding out you know what kind of infrastructure do they have currently, what kind of alarms do they have currently, what mm. capacity do they have for adding uh, additional alarms. Um, and then kind of coming away with that knowledge um, back to the office and sort of, you know, doing a bit of research, you know, what kind of alarms are available, uh, bouncing ideas off other engineers. Um, and finally, I put all that together into the form of um, what we call an optioneering report, which I then um, sent back to EDF. We had a optioneering workshop. So it was me, um, like uh, one of the senior engineers from Jacobs and uh, a bunch of guys from like EDF. And uh, we all just basically sat and discussed some of the options that I'd presented. Um, and from that, then um, EDF basically decides which one they prefer. Um, and then we go and we make what's known as a requirement specification where we drill down and say, OK, this is the alarm you've chosen. What exactly are your requirements? And uh, once again, I'll be the task engineer on that, too. Um, so I'll be, I'll be taking that forward next. Um, so that's a very like a, a document kind of based one, you know, it's a lot of, uh, so it, it, I still had a bit of, um, you know, site, like site experience, but it's also things like uh, putting together the report. Um, but then on the other side of things, uh, another project I'm working on is uh, for Torness Power Station. Um, now, this is a hard one to explain, but basically the way that they normally like handle fuel at Torness Power, power Station is uh, they're normally pressurized when they do that, what's known as the fueling machine, it's basically, a, imagine like, you know, like at the arcade, you can go and you can grab like teddy bears. Oh yeah. That machine with the claws and it grabs like teddy bears. Mm. It's basically the same thing. You have like a claw that comes down, latches onto like fuel, picks it up, moves it and puts it into like the reactor. 
Um, so that's basically what, yeah, what, how, how it works on like the nuclear power plant. And we call that the fueling machine. Um, so normally that's pressurized when it um, picks up and handles fuel. Um, but for a number of reasons, they're not able to do that pressurized, that operation pressurized at the moment. So they're having to look at how, how we can do it depressurized. Um, so basically there's a lot of what we know as what we call interlocks and uh, those are like security features that prevent you from doing operations that could be dangerous or like hazardous um so we've got a simulator in our office so what we've been doing is basically simulating how we would run that operation depressurized uh, and then once we've shown that we can do it safely we call in edf and they're witnesses running this in our simulator um, so say, you know, okay, this is, these are the steps that you'd have to follow to be able to safely, um, you know, refuel the reactor uh, whilst depressurized. Um, so that kind of project, for example, so that's a, a, that's a lot of being a lot more hands-on, um, you know, working with equipment, working with the PLCs, um, and just kind of running the simulator more directly. So there's not so much paperwork with that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so yeah, you get, you get basically like the two types of projects, you know, some are more document-based, some are more kind of hands-on based. And I've had a good try of flavor of the two types. Yeah. Uh, even 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 though I've only been here like, I think it's been like six months now, and that's that's all just in six months. I, so, I know. Uh, oh, I think listening to you, you sound yeah. like you've been there for years with all this I experience. I was just thinking that. Yeah. yeah sorry, I dragged on a bit there, but it's, it's no, just no, it's yeah. fascinating. But, um, yeah. It's just because uh, yeah, it is, it's, you, you get really technical and really hands-on, and uh, that's that's what that's what I've really enjoyed these last six months. You just come across how passionate you are as well, you know, with everything that you've been doing. So it's really great to hear. <laughs> Thank you. And I was thinking of Ferry Bridge, you know, we were with the power station. Yeah. So there was that, like, we went to, um, I just just said Ferry Bridge, and there's a part of Ferry Bridge, um, the power station, where it's like waste materials, and there was like this big colour. We weren't allowed to have a go, I mean, just buses, but there was this, like, it was like a station, as people set up, says, there's this big car that comes out and picks up all this waste and puts it in this generator. Jess really wanted to have a go, didn't you? And this, this man with this all these oh, gadgets going. Like, that was like the perfect game in C. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. But it was just like the, the arcade that teddy bear. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's the best like uh, analogy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. I understood that bit. I was like, yeah, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you literally have the best job. That looks so much fun. <laughs> anyway, um, Robin, come back to you. So projects, if you could just tell us all a bit about the projects that you've been working on so far since you have joined Jacobs. Yeah, so I, I've been lucky to be able to move around a couple of them so far, but I started on and I'm still on DSTL which is Defence Science and Technology Labs. So it's uh, for the MOD and we're just doing some infrastructure work for them. Um, the clients love us. So they've been awarding us <laughs> loads of new work. So mm -hmm. that's a growing framework. Um, so lots to get involved in. Um, and I started, so that was half of my time and my other half was a bit in sales to begin with. So I was looking at new opportunities. Um, we were doing a lot of stuff out in um, Saudi Arabia and in Belgium and in Slovakia and the Slovakia one I I'm not working on it anymore but we won it so it was great wow. so we're working on air bases out there um and I've just started getting involved in a framework called ECAM which is another it's in infrastructure design and we're doing it in different air bases around the UK so that's Lake and Heath and Fairford Waddington all of those so we're getting involved in them, but as my role, it's it's more looking at finances and the forecasting and scheduling. So it's delving into lots of different projects within frameworks and making sure they're all running smoothly, um, which is great because I've got to meet loads of different people and it's, it's exciting being able to be involved in lots of different projects and not get stuck in just one. Yeah. Uh, so there's opportunity for me to grow in my experiences and and travel by the sounds of it yeah sorry oh yep yep so I've had a, a trip out to Lake and Heath to see what we were doing out there and hopefully opportunity to go see the labs down in DSTL soon as well we've been invited it's been a bit iffy with COVID but they've invited us down so we're cool. hoping to get down there yeah it is, I have been, it is amazing down there it's, it's, very, yeah. 
it's very secret so yeah definitely yeah amazing yeah just make right. sure you leave everything at security because I went through my laptop and the security's like no Carla not your laptop I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> computers definitely says no so Robin I'm just thinking from your point of view the sales <laughs> scary word is sales isn't it so mm-hmm. did what yeah. did, did are you actually presenting to clients selling to clients how did you prepare for all those presentations tell us a bit more about that yeah, so my role in terms of sales was more looking at opportunities that were out there and mm. going in, looking at the data of where we're putting our work towards, where we're putting our efforts and looking at opportunities outside of what we're already involved in. So I wasn't le- I was less on the client interaction side and more looking at the, the data and the numbers behind it. Um, but at the minute, I'm working on a workshop to get involved in some work with the MOD and submarines in dismantling so we're looking into that and what goes into that is workshops so we're doing a series of workshops to look at possible solutions identify the problem and get to where we want to go and whether it's worth putting more effort and money towards going to the client with our ideas and obviously there's lots of risks to look at so yeah there's a lot going on in sales it seems like your role is very based within the defence sector. Is it? Is that right to say? Yeah. That? Sorry, I didn't say it. Yeah. So I'm in defence and security. Yeah. Super. So, so are you going to stay within that area of Jacobs, or do you have the um, intention to move out and experience different areas of the business in that way, or are you quite happy with with where you are? So at the minute, I'm happy with where I am. It's yeah. like a lot of exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I've definitely spoken to others that are outside of defense and security and they're all enjoying it as well so I'm keen to maybe get some experience there after I feel like I've got enough out of this part of the business. I must say you look very happy Robin you haven't stopped smiling since you joined the webinar so <laughs> Jacob's must Good. be doing something right. <laughs> it's going well so far. Good I'm glad to hear it. Shall we move on to training and development Jessica? Yeah sounds like fun. So obviously from the student's point of view, people watching love to hear about the training and development and the opportunities that are open um, there at Jacobs. So Rebecca, you mentioned about the induction. There was a lot of training and development opportunities that were mentioned there. But what specifically um, at Jacobs training wise have you been offered that you've really taken a lot away from? So for my role, there's a lot of kind of required training that's... um, like accredited so it's like third party training and it's all to get um certification so you can like go out on site and it's mm. in addition to like your degree already so there's things mm. like water hygiene courses that you need to do before you can go to a clean water site because you need to know what not to do to contaminate anything basically um and there's loads of little things um and very quickly off the bat when I started um my boss was kind of like right we need to get you enrolled on this 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 and this so that we can get you out on site as quickly as possible um so within about a week or two I was already doing those kind of things um, and sometimes you kind of you don't really get to do those kind of things till you have to go to site so so you could be a couple of months in and then your boss is going oh can you go to site next week do you have this organized you go, oh, I, haven't, I haven't done that yet no, oh, okay right and then you've got to go back and set, sort it all up my boss is really proactive getting that all out of the way and I don't have to do it now for another three years yeah. um but it's all kind of it was all kind of um an introduction into water infrastructure and how the network really works you know how how do you get water out of the ground and then treat it and then get it out into general circulation like how does it end up from the ground into the pipes underneath the, the road and stuff how how does it all move about really um and the kind of logistics behind that I found really really interesting so I'd like to maybe look more into that kind of stuff rather than just looking at water when it's groundwater I'd like to look at it more when it's um in the network as we say um so hopefully maybe in the next few months stuff open up for that and I can kind of move over into that a bit more but I'm really happy where I am right now yeah. but that kind of training has kind of opened up some new avenues for me shall we say yeah so I suppose the training that you've just had then has opened up areas that you might not have known existed before and you're just thinking all oh, right okay so this is now that I want to find out more about exactly um so yeah some of it was Jacob's own training um yeah. on their own kind of um e3 platform which I'm sure I can tell you all about yeah. um which is kind of like in-house training courses and it's also kind of combined with LinkedIn courses. So you can like sign up to LinkedIn courses through it. It's really, really, really useful. Um, so some of that was all on there. And then of course, some third party stuff. Um, I don't think there's anything I could pick out that was just 
amazing beyond all else it was all super useful and kind of just really gave me a good understanding of what I was walking into as a role because you can get like given a job description but until you really start kind of doing the job you don't really know what you're getting into um so yeah as far as kind of seeing the network as a whole it was really useful rather than just seeing it from my job role if you know what I mean yeah, I think it makes your job role easier, though, doesn't it? As well, if you see the the whole Mostly, thing yeah. as uh, you know, as the whole thing, and then you think, right, okay, this is my focus area. And just just overview, Rebecca. Then, so your future. Then, what I know you said that you're really happy with where you are at the moment, but what future plans have you in place? Okay, so my goal is to stay with my current team for about maybe another six months to a year, because yeah. we're really we're moving into quite an exciting phase where a lot of our projects are in design and are starting to go into construction now. Brilliant. So that's quite yeah. an exciting phase to be involved in. Um, and most of them are only about a year long construction wise. So they'll start to be tailing off in about a year's time, closing down and into operations. So they won't, they won't you know, need us. And I'm, you know, all being well, they'll all be in construction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Place. Um, and I can move on to something within water still, hopefully. I'm hoping to kind of go down an environmental route. Though defence sounds really interesting. No, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to be jealous of everybody else's roles now. Like, How do you do yeah, that? Hear about nuclear as well. I'm just kind of like, oh God, that sounds really good. I want to do that. Um, but yeah, I really want to try out environmental. It's something I really enjoyed at university. Yeah. So I'm going to try and get a bit more involved in the environmental side of things. See what I can do there. Definitely. Well, best best look for the future, Rebecca. Thank you Thank for that. And um, Sophie, so training. What kind of training have you been involved in? And then your future plans. Um, yeah, so as Rebecca said, you get a lot of induction training when you first join. They yeah. take you through all the different parts of the business, like E3 learning, sort of a brief introduction to the sales process, um, all the networks that are involved. So you feel like you really learn um, all the aspects of the company. Um, for transport planning, I wouldn't say we had specific courses like um, Rebecca did, maybe, but it was more on the job learning, which was good because I feel like each there wasn't like a general approach to each task because it was kind of different for each project. So it's more of learning on the job. Um, but yeah, the, it was good. It was um, it gives you like a nice flavor of everything. And like they did have these two training talks about um, transport modeling and transport planning so that kind of introduced you to the theory behind um, transport planning as well uh, so that was quite useful just giving you a bit of background about your job and you know what type of things you can you could be doing and yeah. um, one of the actual training things I don't know if it would be classed as training but they do a Q&A with the leaders um, yeah. in Jacobs so I got to meet um, the guy who was in charge of the transport planning in the southeast and it's nice to just you know get to know people he told us about his career path and um you just get to know them as a person they're not just some elusive authority figure you actually know them and, and he actually because he's in charge of my office as well he comes to our team meetings sometimes and he comes he came to our christmas meal so it really feels like a you know like a big team um yeah and they're all we're all involved together so that's good um in the future um I'll probably stay with my team until the end of the graduate program which is yeah. in about 18 months yeah. um and then I've really enjoyed looking at active travel um sort of encouraging walking and cycling multimodal use of of uh, transport um so I might try and see if I can move into that a bit more I'm they've been really helpful in saying you know if you just want to try this just let us know and we'll we'll find someone who can help you with that so you know it's been really good and everyone's been really helpful with it sounds like you've got a great future ahead <laughs> thank you very much Sophie and um, Uma um yeah so uh my experience I would say in terms of uh, learning and development has been quite similar to Sophie's um so where um, a lot of it has been you know kind of um, on the job sort of learning um, so yeah, I remember like my first day, you know, I was straight in, you know, um, you know, with with equipment, you know, uh, that simulator that I mentioned before for the uh, you know the fueling machine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Day one, I was on, I was on that, you know, I had no <laughs> idea what was going on, but, but I was, <laughs> I had a, obviously like a senior engineer with me as well, you know, kind of taking me through it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it can be quite a, a steep learning curve to begin with, but um, it's it's definitely really interesting. Um, but on top of that, you know, we also have a, um, like a 
a more formal sort of training program and we, that's known as the graduate development program so uh, we, we call it like the gdp and uh, so that's like a two-year program and as part of that you know we have um like re like regular like training on like you know the sales process and yeah. you know uh, you know so sort of more sort of a formal training as well um so i think you get a good blend of uh you know sort of on the job learning versus like you know formal oh, sort of like good. courses yeah. Yeah. like yeah that, that kind of thing um also i wanted to quickly mention was that um it's, it's not all just you know like technical training um you also get plenty of training on like other things so you know rebecca already mentioned the the linkedin learning um so you know we've got um like an account with that so you can so you can um, access some of those courses yeah. um and also things like uh, becoming a mental health champion um so you know that's something that i'm interested in doing and if you put your name forward to that for that uh, the company um, pays and sends you on a, a training course um, yeah. to learn more about that kind of thing too so it's not all you know just just like 100% like technical training all the time there's uh, there's there's more like the soft skills and things like that too which I think yeah. is great yeah I think Jacob just wants to make you really well-rounded people doesn't it so you can yeah. get involved in bits of everything and and your Definitely. future then what is your grand plan um so I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd call it a grand like planning exactly. <laughs> so a bit, of an, bit of an idea at the moment. <laughs> but, um, so at the moment I'm thinking um, so this the so the simulator that I've I've mentioned um, that's based on a platform that we call the Raypack. Yeah. It's meant to be like an acronym for something, but the exact like word like escapes escapes me. But um, but basically this Raypack platform. Um, EDF is going to be relying on that for the next sort of 10 to 15 years. So my plan really is to learn as much as I can about that and uh, specialize in that so that um, in the future, especially when it comes to like decommissioning and things like that, EDF is going to need specialists in that area. Um, and my plan is to be, you know, one of those people who will have the skills that will be in demand in sort of 10 to 15 years. Wow, that is such a fantastic thing to look forward to. So you've been involved in the conception and all the way through to the end when you are going to be that expert, you're going to be that specialist and people are going to be coming to you and you can be saying, oh, 10, yeah. 15 years ago, I was building that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy when you meet people like that, like uh, in, yeah. in the office, you know, there's people who like actually built it and uh, when you meet people like that, it's uh, it really blows your mind. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much. Um, and Robin, I know you mentioned a bit, of, bit about your future plans, but have you had any specific training or anything else that you wanted to share with us? Yeah, so just like everyone else, we had the induction um, just a couple of weeks getting us into the, the business and all these courses. And it was a great way to get an idea of where or Jacob's values, Jacob, what Jacob stands for and yeah the basics you need to know uh in terms of other training last week actually i was on a, a course for a, it's called p6 a scheduling tool so it was a lot of project controllers you can go down different routes cost scheduling so this was a look into how how that scheduling side of things works and it was a three-day course it was supposed to be in person but unfortunately we did it online instead but i just got one of the other graduates actually who was uh, in the Bristol office with me and we just got our room and we did it together and it was it was really useful I've got that certificate now to be used so I like if they want to give me access to uh, the p6 software then I can use it on future projects and it's going to be really helpful um, in terms of other training there's opportunities to go into the APM course for me which is the association of project managers uh, so the company's looking at getting me access to that and that'd be a really good qualification to work, work towards and give me a good idea of how because project controllers and project managers work really closely together it's a good one to have just to get an idea of how a project is run and everything you need to do so there's lots of opportunity for training oh, it sounds absolutely amazing and can I have a job um, Dan I'm coming back to you any last words of wisdom that you would like to share with the people attending the um, webinar? Uh, no, um, like I said, I think the guys have covered it all, to be honest. <laughs> I knew you were going to turn around and say Much no. better job than I covered, Chris. <laughs> you know, it's either me waffle 58 minutes or listen to the podcast. <laughs> I know, you've chosen well, Dan. They've been absolutely I amazing. Have. What can I say? Yeah, you know, really. this is, yeah, it's, you know, and then this is, you know, this is the kind of best example of what happens at Jacobs. You know, you've got a very, very different qualifications doing very different roles giving you a full flavor of like i said earlier we do everything from 
you know, clean water right the way through to nuclear power and everything in between. So you've seen that in, in first hand, really. So, so yeah, apply now. We've got the first class experience. And like Dan said, the perfect ending comment, um, apply now. So don't forget, apply graduate opportunities are currently live, but there are some more to open up um, in the next couple of weeks. Degree apprenticeships opening in March and some placements also opening in March as well. Um, and don't forget this webinar will be live on the Jacobs Hub as of tomorrow and we'll break down the profiles of these amazing graduates, um, which will, again will be on the, the Jacobs Hub so you can go and have a look at those. Um, but yeah, so the messages apply, follow. They've got some fantastic stories. You can be involved in all of these projects in the future. Um, so thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. It's been brilliant. Another fantastic webinar. Um, we and Jess are not back next week, but the week after we'll be joined by financial services company Admiral. So we'll hope to see you then. But for now, take care, everybody, and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye, bye. 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 bye everyone. Thank bye. you, everyone. Bye. 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 -bye.